Welcome to another episode of Lighted Talks. OMG. Y'all. Y'all been blowing my mind this week with just, man, first the listens. The listens have increased so much. So thank you to the new listeners. Thank you to the people that have been tuning in. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. And then just all the feedback that y'all have been showing, the love that y'all have been expressing. I really appreciate it. So I promise you, just thank y'all so much. But I just have to say one testimony from someone was just so special to me because they said that this podcast has helped allow for them to have a deeper relationship with God. It has made them want to go to church and then also allow for them to start reading the Bible. And for that, I'm so grateful because that is why I started this podcast, because a lot of people were just so confused. Like, I, the reason I started this podcast was because me and this guy, we were just talking on Instagram and he was just saying just that the Bible was a hypocrite. Like it was so hypocritical and that Christians were hypocritical and stuff like that. And I was just like, and I was like, that's not true. If you read it in the right context, you will really understand what that passage was saying. But he wasn't trying to hear it and he wasn't trying to read the full Bible itself. And that's why I always kept saying in the first few um, episodes is that you can't just read the Bible as a few verses. You have to read the Bible as a book because that's what it is. The book, I mean, the Bible is a book. So you have to read it fully. You can't just read full I mean a few verses and think that you understand the word because you will not (laughs) you'll be confused and you'll start to guess and you'll start to assume what you think that God is saying instead of just fully focusing on what God is saying because I'm telling you the 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 words are right there and of course sometimes you may have to change like I can't read in King James version it's just too I don't know I can't I can't do it's too medieval for me or whatever you want to say but and so the I like to read in the Message Bible, the Amplified Bible uh, version, and then uh, NLT. So those three, they do it for me. So, you know, but and then also you have to understand that you have to talk to God, that you have to spend that time with him. Because, man, when you devote time to God, when you just really have a relationship with him, it changes your life. It allows for your days to really just be better. And it allows for you to just have a certain peace of mind. And I talked about this in the Jacob episode about how when you're originally you're walking in your life by yourself. And it's just like you don't really know what to do because like you're by yourself. So you're just making these sudden movements. You're just like doing too much when you don't even need to be. And but when you're walking with God, God just allows for things to go so smoothly. And of course, you're going to have havoc in your life. Of course, you're going to have turmoil. Of course, you're going to go through things that you didn't really expect to go through. But he allows for you to go through it for for a reason. He allows for that circumstance to be for a reason because you may be going through something right now that 
that may be horrible, but it may be to get you to your blessing. It may be to get you to your destiny, because if you didn't go through it, then you would not have been able to reach that blessing. You would not have been able to connect with those people that were going to get you to that blessing. You may not have been able to disconnect from those people. You may not have been able to be in that place at the right time. So when God allows for you to go through something, I promise you it is meant for a reason. But let me tell you something. When you go through something with God, it is so much better than going going through something without God. Because you truly see how even in the storm, you are at peace. Even in the storm, you are like a bird asleep. Because you you understand what is going on around you. But it doesn't phase you because you're just like, man, I know who my father is. I understand that this may be crazy. This may be out of the norm. But I'm still at peace. I can still breathe. I can still see because I understand that my father has me that my path is already outlined that he already told me the visions he already showed me what my life was going to be like <laughs> wow I just got to say this this is a little off topic but um before I kept going through before I was uh, having to endure this wilderness God just kept showing me like so many visions so like every single day he was showing me a new business that I was going to have and I was getting excited I'm like oh yes okay yes but then he also showed me a little like he just started to show me that's when I started to just started to read Job and, he, and I started to read Ruth and I was just like man all right God that mean I'm about to go through something that mean this is this storm is about to be crazy and I was just like God why why did you keep showing me those visions then why did you keep implanting that in me but now I just got it it's because God allowed for you to see those visions because I promise you they are going to happen it may take a while it may take a minute but I promise you it's going to happen he's trying to keep he's going to keep walking with you until it happens but you have to keep your faith in him you have to keep your trust in him you have to continue to walk with him because as you may know that your life is going to be so much easier with him than without him so God I understand that I may be going through some things I understand that the lessons are the mistakes that I may have had to encounter right now may have be in place so I can get to my blessings so I can get to my destiny so God look I'm walking with you I'm taking my hands off of this I'm not stressing I'm not worrying because I know you're allowing for me to go through this for a reason so God I'm walking with you I'm not I'm not ashamed I'm not scared I'm not fearful because I know that you got me I know that you're going to allow for this to be for a reason that you're going to continue to protect me continue to to guide me and because I already know that you show me those visions for a reason you show me those dreams for a reason so I know that they're going to happen I know that they're going to be established and countered I know that I will reach it at the end of the day so God thank you for that and I'm even who even though my life may be a little hectic right now. God, I know that I'm walking. I'm going to continue to walk with you because I know that I'm going to reach what you already put in me. So, God, thank you. And like we just have to understand that like there's no need for us to lose our faith in God. There's no need for us to get upset. Like, of course, we get upset. But like 
no reason for us to just, you know, blame God for what's going on in our life. Because I'm telling you, a lot of things that we may be going through is for a reason. It's so you can learn certain lessons. It's so you can understand certain things. Because let me tell you, when you try and move and you try and act and you try and do too many things to get out of that position, then you're missing the blessing that God is trying to show you. You're missing the lesson that God is trying to implant into your life. And let me just tell you a real life situation real quick. And so I just started this job as an advisor at a college and man, <laughs> it's been a little hectic and like some days are busy and then some days are just extremely slow. And I was just like, man, what if I just pick up this? other job on campus like I could just work both jobs and I was just asking my aunt for advice and she was like look no that's not what you need to do right now she was just like it may be a slow season right now it may be a time where you just need to study because let's be real here you don't fully know what being a college advisor entails you don't fully understand what this position entails so what you need to do is study as much as possible what you need to do is get rooted and fully understand what this job entails so when you're ready when the when it comes time to perform you are ready to perform you are ready to excel because you already got planted you already got rooted into the word you already understood what you needed to do and now you are ready to be a great advisor and that just comes with life when God is telling you look just stay rooted with me just stay down with me just I know that you may be going through the circumstance right now but right now I don't need for you to be in the spotlight I don't need for you to be in that high place but what I need for you to do is I need for you to be rooted by me I need for you to be planted near me because I don't need for you to be all up in there I don't need for you to be all in the spotlight for everyone to know your name but what I need for you to do is I need for you to understand my word I need for you to get close to me because when things get really really challenging I need to make sure that you're not going to leave me that you're not going to forsake me but that you're going to stand with me and that you're going to continue to trust and be faithful to me and so and this is like why God allows for us to go through certain things. So when that challenge comes, when that opposition comes, when that real battle comes, we're still grounded. We still understand what to do or when we do get the blessing and we have to and we have to fix a, a problem or make a solution. We already know what to do because in the season that God told us to stay planted, we stayed planted and we didn't try to move too fast and we missed the lesson that would have helped us get that solution. So if you stay planted with God, if you stay moving when and or stay still when God tells you to stay still, I promise you it's going to pay off because a lot of times um, God wants you to stay still for a reason because he doesn't want that blessing to come quick and go away even faster. But he wants you to stay still still and stay content because even though his pace may be a little bit slower than you expected even though his pace may be not what you're used to I promise you his pace is the best so continue to just stay planted with him continue to stay trusted in him and we're going to see even in Joseph with Joseph that Joseph he didn't understand what fully what God was doing but let me tell you about my man Joseph <laughs> Not one time did Joseph complain because Joseph, he came from a family that of 12, 
12 boys and one girl and where his brothers they didn't necessarily fool with him they didn't necessarily understand the kind of man that he was and so from uh, from the jump they were plotting against him they were plotting to kill him and so let me just tell you why and it's because initially joseph had these visions and the first vision was when he had dreamed and it was a bush bushel and he was just like man mine is going to be sprouted up y'all's are going to be bowing down to mine and then he had another vision and it was a vision of the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing down to him and so and let me just point out these two things real quick and so the first thing is Joseph, he just he went to his brothers in excitement. He went to his brothers with enthusiasm and he didn't even understand his visions at first. But let me tell you something. His brothers did. And his brothers was like, man, you think that we're about to be bowing down to you? You think that we're about to be worshiping you? And let me point out to you, Joseph never said anything about that. And so this is just this is here i feel like this passage is here to show you that you cannot tell everybody everything because some you cannot tell the visions that god planted in you to everyone else because some people will understand your vision better than you can some people will break down your vision better than you can and that and then they will try and destroy what god has planted into you they will try and just deter you i'm sorry for stuttering but they were trying to tear you and and tell you that you can't do something when god already spoke it over your life and then they will pull that blessing from up under you because you have spoken it too fast you have spoken it too soon instead of just allowing for that blessing instead of allowing for that vision to mature instead of talking to god bringing that vision back to god seeing what god has really spoken over your life but now you're speaking it too fast now you're telling other people about it and you're getting their opinions and now it's shutting down your dreams instead of just putting it in God's hand and allowing for God to mature on it and and allowing for God to milk it and put his nutrients in it and continue to grow it because now let me tell you something when God shows you a vision or an, an initial vision it's initial it's so small compared to where God is really about to take you so don't allow for your vision to go too soon continue to give it back to God continue to allow for God to put his nutrients in it continue to allow for God to continue to bring it up to continue to make it bountiful because I promise you that initial vision is nothing to wear to what God has fully in store for you so you have to continue to not allow for what people say about you to get into your ear and this is why you have to keep some things to yourself you cannot allow for people to know what you fully have you cannot uh, let people know fully Fully what you have in your back pocket because I'm telling you something God has kept specific for you a lot of things God has kept specific for you so you cannot let some people know what you have planned on doing so I'm trying to calm down y'all I'm trying to calm down this I'm telling you this message is some heat is some heat and so his brothers they they had some hate towards him and so he had to deal with that and since they had hate towards him they were plotting against him they was just like as they see that he's walking towards him they're just plotting they was like man what if he dies what if we kill him what if he just disappears 
and one of his one of his brothers they're like man look we don't have to kill them what about if we just sell them what about if we just allow for the egyptians to take him and so they lie to jacob and they just tell him yeah um joseph he just got eaten by some animals you see his jacket yeah this is jacket is dipping in some blood he got eaten by some animals and his father man again that's his son that's his favorite son and so he's upset he's just like he's crying hysterically he's just like man i don't know if i can even live anymore his soul literally leaves him he's just so upset because now his favorite son is gone he doesn't even understand what is going on in life his sons his other sons try and counsel him and he's just like no i don't even want it I don't even care right now. Like, I'd rather just die because now Joseph is gone. The son that I brought up, the son that I love so much is now gone. But let me tell you something. When God has a hand in the mistake, when God allows for the mistake to happen, when God brings the blessing from the mistake, let's continue. Whew, there's some heat. I love this message so much. And so Joseph, he goes and he gets sold into Egypt and he Joseph didn't understand what was going on. Joseph was just like, man, I, my dad just told me to come and check on them. Now they, they was planning on killing me and now they sell me for just a few cents of silver. Like, are you serious? Am I that worthless? And like he could have been down about it. He could have been upset about it. But then he understood like, man, God already planted a vision in my head. So this can't be that worse. This can't be that bad. And so he goes and he ends up in Egypt. And then he realizes that God is in control of all of this. God has his back with all of this because then he starts to see that he becomes Pharaoh's right hand man. Anything that he needs, he's able to do And like people are coming to him, asking him for advice. He's just an important figure in the community. And so then people are just so attracted to him just because they see that he has God on his side. And it makes Pharaoh just even that more attracted to him. Not like that, but it, it makes him bring him up in statue and uh, stature. And he's just like, look, since God is blessing you like this, we need to bring you up. And just because... <laughs> Joseph was connected to God. It allowed for God to bless all the people around him. That's what I'm saying. When you have a relationship with God, it is so powerful. And you you may not even know it, but the job that you're working at right now, it is blessed because you are there. Like the house that you're living in is blessed because you are there. The city that you may even be living in is blessed because you are there. Like you you don't understand how strong God is, how powerful God is, but God is protecting certain things just because you are there he is loving on certain things just because you are there when you are a child of God he is moving in certain circumstances just because you are there he is making places bountiful for you just because you are there I'm telling you when you are there when you believe in God he is spreading light in that situation he is putting light into that city he is putting light into those circumstances so look continue to Put, continue to to pray and to worship God and continue to have that relationship with God because you are allowing for things that were dead to become back alive. Let's continue. And so 
so Joseph, he allows for Egypt to become a bountiful city. He allows because now he has moved up in stature. He has moved up in statue. So now God is blessing Egypt so much more. And Joseph wasn't ugly. So people become attracted to him because he has God on his side. He's moving up in ranks just because he has God on his side. And now even the Pharaoh's wife is looking at him and, he, and she's like, man, if I could just have this young man right here. And so she continues to come at him, continues to throw herself at him. And she's like, look, we can just do it. Look, just one time. That's all I need. Just one time from you. And he's like, why would I mess up everything that I have right now? One, why would I mess up what Pharaoh has given me? But also, why would I sin against God? You're not worth it. And so he goes away. And then but as he comes back into the house and um, and in this moment, everyone is gone from the house. I'm telling you, temptation comes at the wrong time. Like that, I'm telling you, the devil just be moving <laughs> at the wrong time. So everyone is gone in the house. And so the, the woman, Pharaoh's wife, she comes on to him and she was like, you sure you don't want me? You sure you don't want all this? Like, come on, just look at me. I know you want all of this. And Joseph, he's just like, man, you're really tripping right now. Like, I need for you to back up. And so he moves from her. And as he's walking away, she pulls on his jacket and she keeps his jacket. And since she has his jacket, she goes up to Pharaoh. As Pharaoh comes home, she's like, baby, you won't believe what Joseph did. I know that I know you love him. I know that he's your right hand man. But man, he tried to write me. He tried to take he tried to take my goodies. Like she literally says this and he Pharaoh's upset. He's like, man, I don't care how much I love that man. He's not about to do this to my wife. Like, come on, how would you act? And so he throws Joseph in jail. And so Joseph now he's in jail. But let me tell you, <laughs> when God is still, he's still moving in the mistake. He's still allowing for the mistake. He's still allowing for the blessings to come from the mistake. So just continue to remember that. So as Joseph is in jail, God is still in control. God is still at his side. And so Joseph, now he becomes cool with the guards. So the guards, they like, man, look, you cool. You cool. We're going to leave this little gate open. Don't even worry about it. Do as you want. And so now he's arranging books. Now he's like pretty much a guard. He can do whatever he wants. He, they're not even tripping about it. But let me tell you something. Joseph is in jail for some years. And so this is like, I just want you to understand, even though God has shown you the vision, even though God has shown you that dream, it is not going to come overnight. It is not going to be something that happens like this. It will it will take time. God will put you under pressure. God will have to make sure that you are that you really love him, that you are really dedicated, that you are really faithful, because even though like like God has shown you this, it is not going to come as as quick as you got that vision. It's going to take time. He has to allow for you to mature. He has to allow for you to go through certain circumstances, to go through certain lessons, to grow up, to, to you know, to learn certain things. And so Joseph, he's in jail. 
But let me tell you one fascinating thing that I realized while reading this story. Joseph, not one time did he complain. Not one time did he say, man, God, you really you showed me this vision. So why are you doing this? You showed me this vision. So why am I not yet in a palace? But each time he's just like, look, I'm not even tripping. I'm not like I'm going to do what I have to do because I know that vision is coming. I know if God showed it to me, it has to still be true because God showed it to me. He does not lie. So let me just remind you, God showed you that vision. So it's going to come to pass. He did not plant that vision into you for nothing. So but let's continue. And so as Joseph is in jail, the cupbearer from from Pharaoh comes and another person from uh, from Pharaoh's team comes and they end up in the same jail as Joseph. But as he as Joseph is looking at him, the days go by and he's just like, man, he's like, look, I, I, I knew y'all before. He was like, why do y'all look so upset? Why are y'all so sad? And they're like, man, it's because we had this dream and and we don't even know what the dream means. And so first the cupbearer, he comes and Joseph was just like, all right, well, tell me the dream. He was like, all right. He was like, look, in the dream, there was a vine in front of me and with three branches on it. He was like the branches, they were budded, they blossomed. And then he was like the clusters, they ripen into grapes. He was like, I was holding Pharaoh's cup and I took the grapes and I sauteed them in Pharaoh's cup. Then I gave the cup to Pharaoh. He was like, Joseph's like, man, that's easy. He was like, look, here's the meaning of that dream. He was like, the three branches are three days. He was like, within those three days, Pharaoh will get you out of here and put you back to your old work. You'll be giving Pharaoh his cup just as you used to when you were his cup bearer. But look, I got one stipulation. Remember me. Tell Pharaoh to get me out of this place. I was kidnapped. I should not even be here. I do not deserve to be in this hole. So get me up out of here. And then here comes the other guy. He was like, man, you, you told the cup bearer some good stuff. So look, I need for you to hook me up. And so the head baker, he tells him his dream. And he's like, look, I saw three wicker baskets on my head. The top basket had assorted pastries from the bakery and birds were picking at them from the basket on my head. But let me break it down to you. His dream wasn't good. So Joseph, he told him his interpretation. He was like, man, I'm sorry to break it to you. But the three baskets are three days. Within the three days, Pharaoh will take off your head. He was like, he'll impale you on a post and the birds will pick your brain. Which means, <laughs> if you don't know, a sword is going to go through the um, the head baker's head and it's going to be split open. And since the guts and everything are going to be falling out of his head, then the birds are going to become picking at it, eating it, stuff like that. Disgusting. I know. So, yeah. So on the third day, Joseph's interpretation came to pass, but the cupbearer forgot about him. He never spoke of Joseph uh, when he got out. 
And so again, so two years passed by and Joseph is still in jail. And so again, you have to understand God does not move on your timing. But let me tell you something. God has spoken these visions. I'm going to keep saying it throughout this message because you have to understand He's spoken these visions throughout your life. So you have to remember it's going to come to pass. And so two years passed by and Pharaoh, he just gets this bad dream. And he's just like, man, I know this can't mean nothing good. And so the dream was he was standing by the Nile River and seven cows came up out of the Nile and they are all shimmering with health and, and grace on the marsh grass. Then seven other cows, all skin and bones. So, which means the first cows, they were full, they were fat, they ate good, they were healthy. But then the other seven cows, they were all skin and bones. They came out up out of the river and after them and stood by them at the bank of the Nile. And the skinny cows ate the seven healthy cows. And then Pharaoh woke up. And then he went back to sleep. He was like, man, that was a weird dream. Let me try and sleep some more. But as he went back to sleep, he had another dream. In this dream, it was similar to the other one. It was seven ears of grain, and they were full-bodied and lush, and they grew out of single stalk. And then seven more ears grew up, but these were thin and dried up out of by the east wind. The thin ears swallowed up the full, healthy ears. Then he woke up. And Pharaoh, he didn't know what those dreams were about. He called the magicians. He called the interpreters. He could not understand what those dreams were about and you have to understand that this is two years from when the cupbearer spoke to joseph but the cupbearer finally remembered joseph and he was like hey pharaoh i know somebody that can help you man you have to go see joseph he's in jail where i used to be where you put me at but anyway just go see him he'll help you he'll tell you what it's about and so pharaoh he bring his men down there and he goes down and he tells he tells Joseph the dreams. And Joseph's like, man, he was like, look, that's easy. But I just need for you to understand these dreams do not come from me. They come from God. And so he was like, this is why no one else was able to interpret them. And so he was like, but look, the dreams mean the same thing. God is telling you what he is about to do. And he was like, there is seven healthy cows the seven healthy cows are seven years and the seven healthy ears of grain are seven years. They're basically the same dream. And he was like, but the seven sick and ugly cows that followed them are seven years and the seven scrawny ears of grain dried up by the east wind are the same seven years, but a famine. And so he's like, look, God is letting you know what's, what he's going to do. So it's going to be seven years of plenty in Egypt but then seven years of famine, leaving no trace of the Egyptian plenty. And so Pharaoh is just like, man, I can't believe this dude sitting here interpret that. Like he's definitely touched by God. And so, but Joseph, he's telling him more. He's like, look, what you need to do is because God is putting emphasis and he's telling you like this is really going to happen. Because you had two dreams in a row. So you like you need to take this seriously. And so he was like, what you need to do is you need to get a wise and experienced man and put him in charge of the country. 
then appoint managers to organize it during the years of plenty. He was like, look, their job would be to collect all the food produced in the good years ahead and stockpile the grain under Pharaoh's authority, storing it in towns for food. This grain will be held back to be used later during the seven years of famine. This way, the country won't be devastated by the famine. And the Pharaoh, he's like, man, that's a good idea. He's talking to his men. He's like, and his men is just like, that dude telling us to get somebody else. That's the dude for the job. And Pharaoh's like, man, you right. So they go up to Joseph. They was like, look, we heard you talking about get somebody else, but we can't get nobody else. You're the only person that understood that dream. You're the only person that God is speaking to. So obviously we need you. You're the person for the job. So look, we're putting you in charge of everything, of the entire city. You're basically even in charge of me. The only thing you need to ask me about, I'm just a show person. Look, I'll just be there for the authority. That's all you need me for. But basically, you're in charge. And that's where we're going to end it right here. <laughs> I wanted to break it up into two parts because it is a lot. And I want you to fully understand what this message is about. But let's just go ahead and break it down a little bit even further. So... I want you to understand that God is not going to show you a vision for nothing. God has planted something in you for a reason, but he needs for you to understand that that vision will happen in your life. But to see it through or to see it how God wants you to see it is you that you have to continue to walk with him. And as we see that life is not going to be easy with Joseph, Joseph had to get completely like he had to leave his family he had to go to a foreign land but then we see how God even though he wasn't planning on this even though he wasn't planning on this path God allowed for this path to bring his blessings he allowed for this mistake to bring his blessings and so when he came to this new land he was brought up into high authority since he worshiped God since he praised God God blessed the land around him and so and then but then we also see that with anything in life, even though things may be going great, God is still moving in our life. He's still allowing for the full picture to happen. So he's not done with us. So even though this this may be going great, he still has more growing to do. And so Joseph comes with temptation. And even though he did everything right, he still got thrown into jail. So again comes another mistake, but a mistake that's going to bring a great blessing. And so as he was thrown in jail, God continues to show him favor, continues to show him like, look, I'm going to take care of you. I know that this is, again, not what you plan. It may not be what you want in life. It may not be the way that you have wanted to bring about the blessing that I had over your life, to bring about the calling that I had over your life. But I want you to understand that everything is okay, that everything will work out, but you have to continue to walk with me. And so as he's in jail, he becomes the head person, not the head person, but he's allowed to do anything that he wants. Then he comes into contact with the cupbearer and the head baker and they are allowed to bring him <laughs> his blessing and this is what i meant when i said when you are going through something is because god has maybe putting you in that place 
to attach you to someone else that is bringing you your blessing. So, and you know what happens after that. So I want you to understand that your, your, the vision that God planted into your life will happen, but you have to stay consistent. You have to continue to worship God and not just worship God just because of what you can get, but worship God fully and truly because you love him, because you understand that man without him, you are nothing. And I just let me just if you're still listening, then you get the tease. But, um, you know, recently in my life, some people may know me, but um I really was focused on just being a forex trader, like fully, like I've been fully just, (laughs) I was devoting fully my time to that. But a lot of times God allows for things like God already showed me the vision with so many different things, show me the vision of how it's going to be a forex trader, show me the vision of being a business owner. And so I was just thinking like, all right, I'll use that money to get my business. Boom, I'm good. But I have to understand that God doesn't, things are not just that simple with God. God is going to allow for you to be perfect in so many different, not perfect, but excel in so many different things. And then also, as we see with Joseph, God will come full circle to allow for different paths to be to be made. One, so you can meet different people. And two, so that full blessing can come to pass. Because if Joseph didn't go to Egypt, he would not have been king over anything. Because again, he was from a small town, so he would not have been able to be king. But since the mistake happened, he was God was able to bring out the blessing. So we can't be upset when things don't go the way that we want them to go, because I promise you, it's just calling for something so much greater. It's calling for something that God has his hands on. So you can never be upset that your life is not panning out the way that you want it to be. You got to rejoice about that. You got to stump about that because that means that God has his hands in it. That means that God is working. But like I said before, you have to understand what timing you're in. You have to understand that in certain situations that you need to just sit and you need to just absorb what God is trying to tell you that you don't need to just move too fast, but you need to understand what he's putting into your life. And so, look, I really hope that you enjoyed this message. We will finish with part two on next Friday. And I promise that's going to be a power packed message. This message was fully just focusing on understanding that the blessing will come to pass. The next part of the message (laughs) is bringing his brothers back into it, is bringing the people that were bringing that were doubting him that were saying that you're not going to be this in life but now they're coming back man I'm sorry I love you but then we're also going to see how what kind of heart you need to have when certain circumstances come in your in your path in that situation so look I'm telling you this podcast is coming with the heat I'm ready to give it to you because like the Bible is so interesting and that's what I want you to understand like the Bible is is so close to our life like when we go through certain things like I'm telling you in Job I could give you a scenario of how it relates to my life in Ruth I could give you a scenario of how it relates to my life that's what I'm saying like the Bible it fully just it's a depiction of our lives 
So it, that's why it's, to me it's really crucial that you should read it because one, it's going to help you with your life, but then it's also going to help you with um, have a relationship with God because you're going to fully see how God can help you in those situations, how God can fully help you build just you know be show you that he's faithful show you that he's loving that he's kind that he's so ready for you to just give your troubles your problems to him because and then when you do you have to understand like man the battle is already won so it's no need to worry it's no need to stress you need to be like the bird sleeping in the storm if you haven't listened to that jacob message i really recommend that you go back and listen to it because to me, it's one of my favorite messages just because maybe just because I know what <laughs> went on in my life. And I understood the path that it took from when I went from walking without God to from and then going walking with God. And I'm telling you, walking with God is not going to be a pleasant walk. You will continue to have bumps and bruises, scrapes like it's going to be a little tragic, a little upsetting but I'm telling you, it's so much more pleasant. You still like it's so crazy that when your life is going, when you're going through certain obstacles that you can still smile, that you can still be full of joy just because you understand, man, God is bringing me through this for a reason. Man, God loves me. God, I love you. So look, I hope that y'all enjoyed this message. I hope y'all had a great week this week. Y'all continue to be blessed. Y'all continue to listen, to share, to comment. If y'all have any recommendations, comments, look, comment on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a review on Google Podcasts. If you follow me on social media, most of y'all do hit me up. I'm not putting my social media out here yet. So um, only if you already know me. Go ahead, hit me up. Tell me how you like it. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what I can improve on. I promise you, I ain't mad at the criticism. Y'all just tell me what's up. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Y'all stay tuned for Monday's message. Y'all stay tuned for next Friday message. Thank you.